Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I do want to talk about voting because, of course, the elections is on the way. Now, we don't really want to talk about the elections too much, to be honest with you, over the next 30 days. Because you're going to hear it everywhere, really, aren't you? And we want to be a little bit different in some sense. But I think some of the ancillary topics around it are quite interesting. I.e., should we have compulsory voting? And as you know, the campaign is well and truly underway. And according to Adrian Kavanagh, president of the Geographical Society of Ireland, Ireland has one of the lowest average turnouts in Western Europe across recent electoral contests. For instance, only Portugal and Switzerland had lower average turnouts than we did in the 1990s. Low and declining voter turnout levels become increasingly characteristic of Irish electoral contests in the final two decades of the 20th century, with the general election turnouts failing or falling by 13.5% between 1981 and 2002. So less and less people are voting, even though we've more and more people in the country. Turnout trends at the 2016 general election proved to be rather disappointing at a national level, especially given the improved turnout trends for 2007 and 2011, uh, with turnout falling by almost 5% relative to turnout levels in 2011. Well, over 1 million registered voters did not bother to vote at the election. Over a million people registered to vote didn't bother their arses getting up off their seat and walking down to their local school or wherever it is or community centre to vote. And the turnout reached record low levels in the recent by-elections this week, or uh, going back a short while ago. While turnout in the by-elections is usually significantly lower than in general elections, the figures still prompted lots of concern. In some areas, actually, it was as low as 5%. And there's also a trend, by the way, of lower voting turnouts in areas where you have higher unemployment. Employment. And compulsory voting, by the way, is in effect, uh, basically, which requires eligible citizens to register and vote in elections and impose penalties or fines on those who fail to do so. As of the end of August 2013, 22 countries provide for compulsory voting and 11 actually enforce it. Take Belgium, for example. People aged 18 and over are registered uh, and registered non-Belgian voters are obliged to present themselves in their polling station. Even if they don't want to vote, they have to turn up. And register. In other words, you have to turn up and say, yeah, I was here, I just didn't bother voting, I'm not interested. So once you turn up, while uh, they don't have to cast the vote, as I said, those who fail to present themselves with proper uh, justification at their polling station can face prosecution and a moderate fine. Furthermore, if they fail to vote in at least four elections, they can lose the right to vote for 10 years. Now, the arguments against compulsory voting are that some see voting as a civic right rather than a duty. While citizens may exercise their civil rights, free speech, uh, right to attorney, etc., they are not compelled to. And some say it's essential, or essentially a compelled speech act, which violates freedom of speech because the freedom to speak necessarily includes the freedom not to speak. And I understand that. In other words, you have the right to vote, but you also have the right not to vote, if you want to do that, and stay quiet. But I want to know what you think today of compulsory voting. Would you agree with it? Should voting be compulsory in Ireland? In Australia, it's compulsory as well. You will get a fine if you don't turn up. Um, because we've... I mean, look, it's all well and good after this election. And I don't, don't know who's going to win, right? But I, I don't want people coming on the air, you know, in March and saying to me, Oh, Noel, this bleeding government are useless, absolutely useless. Did you see what he did last week? And I go, yeah, did you vote? No, couldn't be bothered. Couldn't be bothered. They're all the same. So if you don't vote... Do you really have the right to give out about them afterwards because you didn't bother your arse voting for somebody else to go in opposition to them? Because if you don't... Here's the theory. This idea that if I don't vote, it's not going to help Fianna Gael. 
if you don't vote, it does help Fianna Gael. And it does help Fianna Fáil, the main parties, really, I suppose. Because they're still getting votes. The vote, you could, you could give your vote to an independent. So that's one more vote for them against the incumbent. You could give your vote to a party who might not normally get votes. Even give your vote to somebody you know is not going to get in. Because there's one less vote you're given to the main parties. So let me know what you think. Do you believe that you should be compelled to vote by law? Whereby there would be a fine if you didn't. Um, well, you don't have to vote, but you must turn up, in other words. Uh, Pete here on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Peter? Not too bad. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah, you should, it should be mandatory to vote. Um, pretty much if you break down the voting, let's say 50% of the country voting, 20, 26% decides what 75% is going to do. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't make sense when you say it, say it like that, does it? Particularly in referendums. When you talk yeah. about referendums, actually more importantly in referendums, I suppose in general elections is slightly different. But I mean, in the last elections, the local elections and by-elections, the turnout was drastic. And I mean, yeah, yeah. it was like 5% in one or two areas. It was dreadful. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, so, so then people go out and, as you said rightly, everyone goes out there and complains, oh, they can't do this or it will change. It doesn't make a difference if I, do, if I vote or don't vote. It makes a big difference. Mm. But you have to get out and actually vote and change who's in there. You hear all the people on the radio, oh, they're not doing anything, to, whatever it is, Simon or whoever it is in power at the minute is like, oh, no, he's no good at doing housing or health or whatever it is. It's like, well, get out and vote then for it. People just don't vote. Like. And then, as I just said, like about 25% of the country is ruling 75% because the others won't vote. And, and this is the point, isn't it? That if, if for example, Fianna Gael get back into power again, right? And let's just say uh, madness that Leo Varadkar decides when he has his reshuffle that Simon Harris is still going to be the Minister for Health. I'll have people on the air coming on and going, well, I should have got rid of him. I should have got rid of him. He was useless. We said he was useless. And I go, did you yeah. vote? No, didn't vote. And I go, well, then why didn't you vote for somebody else, though? Yeah, or a different party, or it doesn't make a difference. Like, and, and, and if people say, it's, oh, well, you have freedom of speech, well, they just go in and spoil your vote. But it should be mandatory. Well, see, here's the tricky tricky part, right? So you're in favour of freedom of speech. So am I, I assume. I assume you are, right? Yeah. But freedom of speech also has the right of freedom not to speak. And that's your constitutional right. So you go in and then, you, then, then you'll say, fold up the oak and don't, don't, don't put any mark on it. There's, there, there's your freedom not to speak. Right. So in other words, what they do in Belgium. In other mm. words, you must turn up and click the box and say, I was here. Yep, you know, you, you don't you don't have to put put a mark on that paper. You just fold it up and you put it in your box and then walk out. Spoil it. Anyway, spoil it. Yeah, spoil yeah. it. Yeah, it's done, yeah. Yeah, or just put a big X through the whole lot of it. And what do you think of this idea that they have, you know, in Australia they give fines, but in some other countries what they do is they'll ban you from voting for 10 years if you don't vote. No, well, well I don't think you should do that because, they, cause they, cause then, because then that 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 uh, it goes against all the democracy that that you should be able to vote. <laughs> I know, but yeah, but if you're, 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 you're not, but if you're not <laughs> utilising that rice, you no, know what I mean. Yeah, well, no, I, you definitely couldn't like, ban somebody for ten years just because you didn't vote. Like, so then, then that's not democracy at all, then. Oh, okay, yeah, but, 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 well, we'll say that because Edward, you're on classic kids. How you doing, Edward? Hey, no, how are you? You won't be voting. Not at all. You're not going to bother. Can I ask you when I chat this on there? You voted, didn't you? Last election, did you? I did. Yeah. What, yep. Do you feel your vote was used? Why is there? It was well, well, it's the it's the old story. The old thing my mother used to say: if you're not in, you can't win. Okay, now let's get this straight. I don't complain and I don't care what to do because I actually... Ask yourselves the problem, the question. It isn't why people... Ask yourselves why so many people are not voting. And I just think that maybe a lot of people are fed up with the nonsense and the lies and the spin doctors that goes on in this country. Four years, people are struggling on pen, on trolleys. Four years. The way they tell you, any government minister that could be listening, on my business. If I'm asked to do a job, I do the job 
and I don't stop till that job is done. And then I move on to the next problem that I have in life, and that's it. But we have a bunch of hypocrites that are in power in this country who are only ones benefiting from all the money that's thrown around. Well, well, then, the well, then, well, then go out and vote for somebody else. Vote, vote for There's nobody to vote for. They're the no. well, 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 hang on. You've just said the ones that are in power. You've just said the ones that are in power are you. Look, I'll accept that. You said the ones that are in power are useless, right? Fair enough. Well, then go out and vote for somebody else. Who's worth voting for? I don't know. That's right. your choice. I can't tell you that. We're, up, we're coming personally, up to an election. I'm not allowed to tell you that. Personally, <laughs> I believe the last time when everyone was voting in this country to get rid of Andy Kenny, and the next thing he gets in, how did that happen? <laughs> because people voted. They tell me how 75% of this country voted for his ass to be fired out that door and yet mm. to back it. I no. took great offence to that. You have to vote. And, and, if, you, and if you, you, you keep on going on with it, no, and I never And vote. you know what? My, I felt that my vote meant nothing to me. And the 75%. And but okay, if you go out tomorrow and you vote for, let's pick one of the smaller parties. Um, Greens. The Greens, right. Let's say you go out and vote for the Greens tomorrow, right? Yeah, sure. Okay, I mean, look, a lot of people vote for the Greens. They did well in the last uh, local elections, right? The by-elections. Yeah, okay, so people go out and vote for the Greens, right? If everybody had the view that sh- sh- there's no point in voting for them because they're not going to get in anyway, but sh- then nobody would vote for them and they, okay. wouldn't, and they wouldn't even get a seat. The biggest problem we have in this country is asking your You need to ask yourself, not run the people down who aren't voting and have a crack. Ask yourself, why are so many people not voting? And you'll get the same answer. Yeah, they're but I'm as pissed off as you are, Edward, but I am going to vote. You can't change it. If, 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 if you don't actually vote and you can't change on and if you don't like the people that's there but you can right, actually go in you can actually let me finish let me finish let him finish let him finish hang on hang on Edward hang on Edward you can actually go and put your name on the ballot paper and try and go around and look for votes and right, try well, and change it yourself there you go then so right, you can change that. but I will do that and you can't change them and I will not vote for Fina Gale we never said that. Sure. But you're giving a, there's, there's loads of other options. As I said, there's independence as well, and you could be one as well. That's how you. That's how people. That's how you get changed. It's. It's. But, but it's, hold on. It's it's not voting. Right? not going to change anything. We're back to elections again, right? We're back to and we're back to a clever stunt on a Saturday where there'll be more people out. People are not going to go and vote because they're sick of this nonsense. As I said, there are people dying on trolleys in this country. That that problem could have been sorted out years ago, but it wasn't. Because they don't give a fuck about the people. Yeah, so vote them out. That's their job. So you vote them out. That's, that's the whole idea of voting. Vote for somebody else. I mean, if, let's say, for example, the Greens or Labour said, our whole policy is to fix the, he- the health system. And everyone went and voted for them and they fixed the health system. But then you say, well done. We voted for you to do that. And that's why all the others are not there. Because they couldn't do it or wouldn't do it. Yeah. It, w- it would be a bit disingenuous to say that every single one of them don't care about people on trolleys. But hang on to Edward. It is a bit disingenuous to say that every single politician doesn't care. Some do. Some genuinely do care. It, maybe their hands are tied, and I'm sure they're frustrated too with the way, for example, $17 billion went into the HSC last year. It's not a problem of money, by the way. Loads of taxpayers' money goes in. It's a problem with the way it's been run. So, you know, they, they get just as frustrated as probably you and I do. I mean, particularly yeah. when it comes to trolley, people on trolleys, that's been going on for 25 years. get frustrated that the only way that the Irish government see is to tax the taxpayer more and more. And that the only thing that they can see, we need to tax people more, tax people more, when it's actually, everything else is going up in this world except the poor devil's wages and the hard-working people in this country are the ones that are getting kicked left, right and centre. So maybe my protest, is, I feel my protest, is maybe don't bother me, arse for voting. Now, I know it might annoy people, and I'm sorry if it does, but you know what? I'm fed up of 
I'm, I'm actually not proud to be an Irish anymore because of the way our country is run by fools. Do an aim, do an aim and Dunphy. Throw your pencil across the table. Ah, I'm throwing my toys out of the basket now, lads. I really. But I'm just fed up with the amount of stuff that's going on, and nothing has been changed. Okay, well, we'll stay, we'll stay there for a second, Peter and Edward. Let me just go to. Uh, that sounds like a duo, doesn't it, Peter and Edward? Let me go to Robbie. Robbie, you're a classic kid. How are you doing, Robbie? Not bad at all. Robbie, I Not mean, should we bring in legislation whereby you must at least turn up? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, like the likes of Edward there. Like, the likes of Edward. Who doesn't want to vote and like has a lot to say, you know? I don't think it's all everybody who doesn't vote is just fed up. I think there is apathy, absolutely. But I think there's people out there who just don't bother their arse, you know, and don't care. Yeah, and that, that's a fact. You know, um, the well, last, there's a lot of people out there that believe that it doesn't affect them, and that's why that's statistically problem, it, it, do, it yeah. does show that areas that have high unemployment rates have less vote people going to yeah. vote yeah. because they believe it doesn't affect them because they still get their dole every week and it's grand. Well, it's not just people on the dole who don't vote. You know, no, I'm just I'm just saying where there's high un- yeah. unemployment rates. Well, like, yeah. I mean, in this day and age, there's so many candidates out there. There has to be somebody for everybody on the ballot paper now. You know. Yeah, and I mean, there's independence. They run on different individual cases at uh, times, and then there's so many little party micro parties and the, the big parties. I mean, I I most certainly agree with you. If you don't bother voting, shut up. You know, you don't have a say. And I oh, mean, Brad, and, I, I, and I'm saying I don't I don't care. I'm not saying, and I'm not giving out. You are. You I'm just giving you a reason. Why people, you need to look at the reason why people aren't voting. And it's not all because of the dull people, Ken. It, it doesn't affect me. There's a lot of people I didn't, out no, there. Like you took me out of context there, but go on. No, but there are a lot of people out there, just like me, who are hard-working people, who are struggling and struggling and struggling and getting nothing but kicked down and having to get up every day to try and get through this fucking nonsense to keep a roof over your head. Keep doing and a small reason to go out and vote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to you be know, honest, your, your, your argument is not great, to be honest with you, you know. Like, it's I mean, it's every now and again you get a chance to take 10, 20 minutes out of your day to go down and vote you for the people who you think. You think that that's my, that's the reason, that you, you can have a go at me because I'm not using my vote. That's what you yeah. think. Oh, that's not, well, I think you're wrong. But, but by the way, Peter, who are you voting for, Peter? Having a go at oh, well, well, Hang on a second. Peter, who are you voting for? Yeah, I was voting policy, so I'll wait and uh, see if we get a few knocks on the doors and I'll uh, quiz them the whole lot. I, I don't vote for a, pretty, a, a political so party. You're, so you're I'm not, not ruling out anybody? No, I'm not aligned to any politically, political party or person. Okay, so. uh, Robbie, who are you voting for? I said it's already Sinn Féin. Right, okay. Yeah. Edward, Sinn Féin, no? <laughs> if I was both, I would say, i tell you that. Let me just see what people are saying on WhatsApp. Now, people won't vote or don't go out and vote anymore because the same shy over and over and over again. The same rubbish, the same lies, the same bullshit comes out of They're all their mouths. It's just mayfane. Me, 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 me. That's all it is with them. Now, I personally, I'm not going to vote this time around because I just couldn't be arsed anymore. I really couldn't. I just couldn't. No matter who gets in, it'll still be the same. We still have thousands homeless. We still have thousands living in hotels. We still have thousands on trolleys. They'll do nothing. There you go, Robbie. There's no point but, in yeah, but, but, Niall, here's the thing. But the thing what he's saying there is the same old over and over again. And he's right, because it is the same thing over and over again. Because we've never, ever, in the history of this state, had a party of, or a government outside of Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael. If you look at the foundation of the state, every time we've had a government, either either have been in government or been in it together. 
So of course it is. If we all go out and keep voting for the same thing over and over again, it's like the it's madness doing the same thing over. I know, again. but that that's a kind of cultural thing, and it's a generational thing as well. And you know, my dad was Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael or Sinn Féin or whatever it was before me, and so was his dad before yeah. him. And but the thing is, you know, the, fact I mean, of the matter is, we've never ever had a government outside of Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael in this country ever. I, I mean, I, Edward, I'm, I'm listening to that guy and and listening to you, and, and I, I understand your frustration, Edward. But I, I still don't. I mean, I'm just as frustrated as you, and I, you know, I think most of them are useless, right? But I still yeah. will go and vote. I still will pick someone that I. Now, if it doesn't matter if they're from any of the main parties, I don't care. Well, you know what? Like, like what Peter said, I'm, I'm not politicizing it. I, I believe if they do a good job in my area, they're worth a vote. Yeah. Well, well, I live in my regular lands, so we need. We're after getting a desperate time out there. And don't get me wrong, while Brigham is full of lovely people, hard-working people, but they need a little bit of infrastructure. Oh, I know. We the population has grown exponentially. I know, I know, I know. You know, they're in the same constituency then, will they? No, I don't know. The town needs employment. And it needs a little bit of something to put back into it. It needs more than that. No, I, I have, I have, I have, and I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. And Bob Brigham has changed so drastically, and but a lot of that, mind you, you know, Edward, is not just to do with the massive growing population. It's also to do with the fact that the motorway took the tourists out of Balbriggan, if you know yeah. what I mean. Ah, oh, it did, but didn't. I mean, when I even when I get, you know, what's really sad. I was in Drada there recently, and uh, on the main street in Drada, like the amount of shops that are closed down. Yeah, yeah. Because you've got Scotch Hall there now and you've got you know, the big shopping centres. Everybody goes out to shopping centres and malls and all the little shops on the main, these kind of traditional main streets are snookered. So, OK, but well, that's a whole different argument. We'd there all day. Uh, Paddy, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Paddy? Um, I, I just find it interesting, the point of view, that like the rest of the guys, uh, I wouldn't be like the naysayers. I'd be, I, I, I think it's important to, to cast your vote. I've always done that. But I have a theory about it. And my theory being is that realistically, I don't think it matters who comes in. Because the, uh, the government that comes in are going to be led and said by the same civil servants that have been there for the last 10 years. So, so the, the, that cultural change isn't going to So it's like putting that. a new captain on the ship but having that's the same staff. The, that's that, you know, once, I mean, if the ship is going to be, and I, 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 in a past life, I remember I was sitting, uh, you know, I happened to be in my past job, I happened to be sitting at a meeting with one of the junior ministers, uh, one of the senior junior ministers, if there's such a thing. And I always remember we were putting a certain proposal to him and things like that. But every time he went to make a decision, there, there, was, two, uh, there was two senior civil servants, one to the right and one to the left of him. And uh, straight away they turn and say, uh, uh, sorry about that, um, you know, Minister, you know, realistically we have to go back and check this. Uh, Minister, we have to go back and check this. They were literally slapping him on the wrist every time he tried to make what's called a decision. Yeah. So my theory is that... <laughs> I don't think it matters a rats whether you put Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael in, both of them which I really have not much time for. But I mean, I don't think it matters who you put in because you still have the same guys uh, operating the ship, so to speak. And until that's changed, and there, and there needs to be change, let's face it, and I listen to yourself quite regularly. And I mean, like, you know, I, I would go along with most things that you say. I mean, this country is not a bad country, but it does, it needs, it needs a change of direction. It needs somebody yeah. to make, somebody just to stand up and say, you know, listen, I'm not into parochial politics. I'm not into this. I really want a bloody change. You know, I was always, you know, a Sinn Féin voter, but I stopped voting Sinn Féin myself when Mary Lou made just one of the biggest gaffes I've ever seen when she stood up, I think it was at her last Ordesh, and after a beautiful little speech, she, she raised said, the right hand of hers and said, 
Chucky Arlaw. Yeah. I said, God. But that did please. that did turn a lot of people away, by the way. Oh man, that's just because we the whole idea was that Sinn Fein was moving away from that. That's what I personally yeah. thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but so, Robbie, I mean, he makes a really good point. What's the point? What's the point in voting for people when realistically the civil servants that we have there, or public sector as they're called nowadays, we don't call them civil yeah. servants, otherwise like an insult. Um, they're the same people, the same admin staff, the same people at the top. All the politicians are doing is delegating anyway. So realistically, it's like having a new captain on the ship, the same uh, staff that are making a mess of things. Yeah, it's a fair point, like, but I mean, it's it's up to the minister for each department to go in there and make that change. As the man, I can't remember his name there. Oh yeah, really. Honestly, you know, now, Robbie, be realistically. You know I what? Simon Harris you, visits a hospital every now and again. See, that the, makes the, no the, change. The, see, the status quo weren't going to change things because they're happy with the way things are. And it comes back to the point I made of Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael never, ever being our government. They're too damn comfortable about it, you know? And they know that if they're out of government for five years, five years later, they're going to get back in. And that's a problem within itself because they know that's, that's the way the thing turns. So, I mean, we really, really need, and that man is right, we need radical change. And I mean, we really need, like, from the top down to the bottom, taking in all the public service, taking in Leicester House, how it's run, and really having a step back and saying, right, okay, let's start having a look at this health, right? And it needs to be stripped down, but that might take 10 years. So what if it takes 10 years? If it's right and we can get it done properly this time, once and for all, let's have a radical rethink of how this country works. And that's the way I look at it, you know? Because, I mean, if we keep going around in circles, we're going to meet ourselves on the way back again, you know? Those people, by the way, tell me who they're going to vote for. All right, well, I'm not going to get into that right now. Uh, we have the Labour Party in power, uh, but, but they're all gangsters. I'm voting independents. I'm glad to hear that. That's your choice. Now, I'd like to see more parties in government. I'd like to see about 150 or so business people running the country. After all, the country is like a business. Money in, money out. Well, it is like a business, of course, but there's obviously not more to the business because there's different sections of the business. It's like having, I suppose, a whole shopping centre full of businesses where they're all doing different things, where you've got health and education and social welfare and taxation. So you have to be kind of a little bit of an expert in everything. Uh, Maria, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Maria? Hi, you know. Uh, Maria, um, are you voting? Oh, I will be voting, yes. Right, good, good. Um, um, I had a conversation with my son last night. He's 26. And we were speaking about, you know, voting and the apathy around voting. But it's, you, you hit the nail on the head when you say it's not being done right. But as far as I'm concerned, nobody is being held responsible for anything. And at the end of the day, if you do your job wrong, if I do my job wrong, I'm held responsible. Yeah. You know, you're given a set of rules. And if it's bad enough, you're out the door. Exactly. Yeah. But nobody is being held responsible. You know, I mean, we only have to look at the bankers' tobacco. Like, I mean, mm. they weren't held responsible. That was like going to Vegas, betting all your money, and them handing it back when you lost. <laughs> I know. No, I, I know. mean, I'm sorry. It is yeah. that No, simple. no, no, it is. It is. And, and in you're right. simple terms, that's what happens. Well, they do, well, they, the well, they do have every now and again. Have to pay it back to them. Well, every now and again, they do have a vote of no confidence in individual ministers. I mean, Frances Fitzgerald lost her job there and last year. And how many year. of them abstained from the last one? Oh, I know. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, you see, nobody is being held responsible for what they're supposed to be doing. Like the Minister for Housing. None of the housing that was promised to all those people, you know, was... I know that's only one thing, and I know there's a whole... A whole so basically what you're saying is, Owen Murphy, when he came in there in June 2017... He should have been given a certain amount of time to sort out, the, well, to, to, to make it look like he was at least trying to sort out this problem. And if he didn't, he should be out the door and somebody else brought in. Yeah. The same way with the hospitals. I mean, 
But I, I feel so sorry for the people working on the ground in the hospitals. And I mean, I've seen firsthand some of them, some of the doctors, they're so tired, they're so overworked. I mean, what I do for a living, I work shift work and I work 12-hour shifts and I'm often knackered at the end of his 12-hour shift. But at the end of the day, somebody's life is not in my hands. Yeah, of course. I'm yeah. in manufacturing and it's a product be, be, being made right or wrong. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day... It's not going to cause somebody's death somebody. if you don't do it right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, those people, people, they have people's lives in their hands and they're knackered. Do you know what I mean? What about the idea people are saying here about changing everything, right? Because a lot of people seem to be, you know, I suppose, a little bit frustrated at the fact that they don't know who to vote for because they think they're all useless, Yeah, but right? sometimes you can throw the, the baby out with the bathwater. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, uh, some people are saying, why, why don't we, we, you know, bring in businessmen? <laughs> they did that in America, right, Donald Trump, yes. of course. He's a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> so you bring in you know, the, the Michael O'Leary's and Dennis O'Brien's and, and the yeah, clever people, the people who are making loads of money. They only want money. Well, yeah, no, well, I mean, I don't think they'd be interested so. personally because they have too much money anyway. So they yeah. wouldn't be interested. But people who are clever, you know, at, at business, like I always thought it was wrong to have, say, you know, a person who's, uh, you know, not a school teacher looking after education, who's not a doctor looking after health, who's not an accountant looking after finances. Finance. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. If you, you should be given to your strengths. A minister for children who doesn't have children. I mean, but to me, the the day, that I might sound wrong, but it doesn't make sense to me. You know? but, I mean, I know ministers, when when teachers were in as ministers for education, they still didn't do anything to enhance the education. And I was working on school boards and um, projects with St. Pat's trying to end educational disadvantage and looking at... I know they brought in the whole thing about guest schools, and but there's still a lot of inequality. And, and you, by the way... Ministers you, were, you, were actually ex-teachers. You know but, what I mean? Well, getting back to the original question... Because the voting turnout is so low, which and when you have low turnouts, you know, for voting, things don't change. That's the I problem. I believe it should be compulsory. Okay. My sister is in, lives in Australia. And, and it is compulsory. And she's here on holidays. Yeah. And she had to go into the Australian embassy to vote. Or yeah. she'd have been fined. That's right, you get a you fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And therefore, if you hit people in their pocket, if they're fined for not voting, they'll be sure to make the five or ten minute walk because that's usually all it is in your local area. Okay, well, well stay there a second because Pat, you're on Classic. Stay there, Maria. Uh, Pat. Hello, now. Yeah, a fi- there you go. Maria said it herself. Five or ten minute walk. Get up off your bum and go down and vote. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's so important that everyone in this country votes. So important because... Particularly this time. Yeah, particularly this time. But, like, what frustrates me about the whole political uh, scene in this country is the gene pool of politicians, the vast majority... <laughs> the gene of- pool. <laughs> Go on, yeah. It's right. Oh, I know. It, it, it runs down from father to son and it's son to daughter. Yes. And, oh, yeah. mm. yes. Now, the vast, the vast majority of politicians that we have in this country, right, are all, to use uh, your other listeners' word there, the vast majority of them are clever, right? They know what they, they're standing at the door we promise to do this, we promise to do that, we're going to do everything that we can. Now, if you talk to a clever man and he says that he's going to do everything that he can to solve X, Y, and Z, or whatever his political agenda will be, if he does everything that he can, he will solve the problems. Now, I'm not talking about, like, small little problems like traffic cam and outside the school or uh, whatever, or uh, whatever the, the small local issues. 
like a lot of politicians get voted in because they deal with local issues. Not at national level, yes. Now, now, where, now where I have a serious, like, like, I do want to vote, right? Because it makes me feel like I have a little bit of control over what happens, even though I don't have control over what happens. And the reason being is because what we seriously lack at a political level in this country has done for decades is uh, politicians that are, are, have, uh, excuse my language, have balls and are politically brave. Well, see, well, they, I will completely agree with you. And the other thing that I said uh, last week was politicians who lie or misinform. Um, in other words, they go to your front door, uh, they get elected on the basis that I will support you. And to give an example, let's use the abortion referendum, right? I'm pro-life. I will stand by you. I will fight the government to make sure abortion never comes into this country. And then as soon as the abortion thing is mentioned, they're on the back of it and they're campaigning for it. And they've just reneged on every voter that's ever voted for them. So I, well, every pro-life voter. So that's an example. That's just an example, by the way, right? I believe politicians who do that should have to resign and get re-elected. Because if you have a view on a certain moral aspect of life, uh, be it uh, marriage equality or the last two referendum, marriage equality and abortion rights or children's rights, or you have a certain view and you change to the polar opposite of that view, you're now not representing the people who voted for you. But like... Yeah, all right. (laughs) Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Go ahead. Yeah, cast your mind... I'll give you a stand of consider a completely brave bunch of politicians. If you go back to the foundation of the state, okay, mm-hmm. and when the fourth government was formed, they turned around in, in, in say, the, the, the late teens and early 20s, right? There was an ex-Siemens engineer was appointed as the first minister for public works. And what they did, they turned around, like the, the few politicians sat around the table, no frills, but politically brave and politically committed to this country. And, polit- and, and, ra- and everybody that's on, the, on, on your show there, they're all talking about radical change and radical this. And radi- but you see, that's what it comes down to, the gene pool of politicians. Whether it's Fianna Gael or Fianna, 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 Gael or Fianna Fáil, who are like, is so aligned that it's only their name is different, okay? But, like, if you go back to the foundation of the state, um, an ex-German Siemens engineer was appointed as the Minister for Public Works. And what the one single biggest significant thing that they did for the country, they built the Arna Crusher power station. Now, that was a government in their first term in office. Now, at the time... It took 20 or 25 percent of all the money they had, put all their money up on the table, and they went out on a limb, not to do something straightforward for the country, but something radical that had never been done before to produce electricity for a country that didn't have electricity. So what you're saying, I'm sorry, and it's very interesting what you're saying, I'm not trying to dismiss it, right? What you're saying is it's not maybe new people, it's a new way of thinking. Yes. Yes, and you need people who are committed to the job. It doesn't mean they have to change, but they just have to be more committed to the job. They have to earn their money instead of being self-serving, which a lot of people believe they are at the moment. I know. I think for the people that doesn't have a leader and doesn't have a party to vote for, there should be option to vote against one party. Maybe that would solve some problems. Michael here, thank you.
I'm just listening to him, but I, I was interested in what he said, but I was also going through my head that maybe we should have a competition to guess where he was. <laughs> because I could hear like, either somebody shaving or a drone in the background. I know. I think for well, the that, people that, that... It does sound like a drone, doesn't it? <laughs> it did sound like a drone. All right, let me get another one for you here, if I can. Mark Junior Ross speaking here. Hi, Noel. Just listening to something you said there, and you're talking about the health system, and you're absolutely right. It's not about money. It's about how it's run. So will it actually make any difference who's in? Love the show, Noel. Bye. I love the show, too. I'm listening to it in the background while you're listening to it as well. Uh, okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-008. Padraig, you're on Classic Kids. Say to him, Padraig. Padraig. Greetings, all fellow patriots. <laughs> Padraig, this must be your first time this year, is it? I was ha- Happy New Year, now. Happy New Year, Padraig. Greetings to you. My listeners, wait for your very next word. Right, Niall. Well, there's going to be more than one. But anyway, uh, this has been the first time of 57 years on the planet, Niall, that I will not, I do not intend to exercise my franchise. Why? Quite simply, um, they're all traitors. They're all traitors. Yes. Right, well, uh, that, that's obviously your opinion. Yeah, go on. If I, ha- if I had somebody like Verona Murphy, who, who I believe is going to top the poll down in Wexford, hopefully, after well, being shot I'm sure people, I'm sure people like her, they'll vote for her. Or the National Party. Any of these people, yes. Well then, well, well, then why don't you vote for them if you're so keen on them? I know you can't vote for Verona because you're not in her area, <laughs> but you can vote for the National Party. I'm sure there's somebody in your area, so why don't you vote for them if you're so keen on them? No, they're not, they're not in my area, City West, as uh, far as I know now. Okay. So you believe that no, none of the politicians, including independents in your area, represent you? No. Look, I appreciate all our great patriots died for the vote and the whole lot of it. But at the end of the day, I cannot, the first time, like I said, I cannot bring myself to vote for traitors. Uh, when I say traitors, I will elaborate. You know what I'm going well, to say. Well, then why don't you, okay, why don't you, I, know, I don't want to get into that because I can't get into that today. Why don't you spoil your vote? Well, I, I might do that, but... So, in uh, other words, go down, exercise your right, and spoil it. None of the above. I mean, I mean, sorry, let me just say, Patrick, say that. Patrick, do you think Patrick should be fined for not voting? Are you still there, Pat? Yeah. yeah. Do, you think, do you think Patrick should get a fine for not voting? No, I don't think so, because, and I'll tell you why, right? If you don't want to vote at your own... Per, uh, per, well, currently under legislation, yes, you have a right not to speak. As yeah, much as a right to speak. Immediately, where I see the issue is like the money that the government would divert in to implementing and drawing up the legislation and policing that is money that could be spent on far more sensitive and far more important issues. Well, Padraig, do, do you believe that people? Obviously, you clearly don't believe that people should be fined. What do you say to countries that do? They fine people. Well, I, I believe it's mandatory in the likes of Australia. But look, Noel, at the end of the day, if they want to bring in that law, so be it. But like I said to you, I cannot live with myself. My conscience will not allow me to vote. Like I said, I've voted in probably 20-odd elections in my lifetime. I will not vote this time because I think, like I said, all the main... And who did you vote for last year? Uh, oh, well, not last year, last time round, sorry. Last time, I think it was Fine Gael, for economic reasons. I voted for Sinn Féin before that. I used to be a member of Sinn Féin, as I told you before. My lineage is Fianna Fáil. I voted for them all, now over the last 30-odd years. Won't vote this time because, I, like I said yes. How can it, all our great patriots, Ed Collins, Pierce, Wolfstone, Robert Emmett, be spinning in their graves? We're in the minority by 2050. We've, they're all affiliated open borders. And it's amazing that Sinn Féin, who used to be a member of NIA... So you, be, so you believe they all have a liberal agenda? 
they all have a liberal agenda. And right. there's, okay. there's, there's, okay. not, there's not a cigarette paper between them now. All right, listen, thanks, Pat. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Padraig. Um, I'm sure we'll talk to Padraig again throughout the year. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. And most people, by the way, don't agree with the idea of a fine, surprisingly enough. Now, are you having a laugh? Find people and force them to vote. We can't even get nurses to take a simple flu vaccine in this country, says Anthony in Cork. Yeah, you're probably right, Anthony. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.